What up, what up, what up? Welcome to another episode of 94 Feet with Coach JT. Man, please do me a favor, leave a like and a comment, subscribe to the podcast. Man, check out the YouTube channel as well as I bring some live interviews to the to the show. Let uh, me jump into this interview, man. I got a, a young man right now taking time out of his busy schedule to hop on this call with me today. Um, he's from, from Spring, Texas. Spent a little time at Coffeeville JC, but however now... Um, He's, he's down south. He's in Mississippi right now at University of Southern Miss. Also went to high school at, if I get this right, make sure Klein Oaks High School. Uh, however, this young man's playing offensive line, doing his thing, getting ready, man. Um, John Bolden III. John, what's good, my brother? How's it going, man? Man, I'm doing good. Man, I appreciate you taking time out your schedule because I know it's grind time for y'all right now, man. So um, I appreciate that again, man. Hopefully, you know what I'm saying, you get a little rest in between this session, too. It's called, bro. So, um Let's jump right into this thing, man, because 94 feet on the hoop court, something like football, right? You got 100 yards, you press, you picking up, you applying the pressure, man. So we're going to get right into it. But I want to start to where your foundation of the game came from, bro. Like, um, I did a little research the last couple of days looking into it, man. It seems like it's in y'all DNA and your family. Um, where the, the, the love for the game or has football been the only sports you came up playing or how was it like growing up? Man, growing up, uh, I was always uh, – like, I couldn't play, like, as a kid, like, till seventh grade because I was overweight. Mm. So, when I got to seventh grade and, like, finally put the pads on, it was like a relief, you know? And I was just, like, always in the backyard playing, like, as a kid. Like, I couldn't never, like, put a helmet on and show the pads. Like, all my friends could, though. So, it was just, like, me getting held back, just, like, wanting me to, like, go harder. So, like, when I got to seventh grade, man, it's just, like, I took off from there. Like, uh, I don't know, the love from the game comes from, like, growing up, like, in that backyard, me and my cousins and big brother, like, we all, like, just, just to play and just have fun. And then, like, I ran somebody over one time, and then that was it. Like, that was, that's I was ready. That's you know? what's up. Uh, man, you hit it early, though. You talk about couldn't play, I mean, because of overweight and stuff. And on, on here, I love to talk about, like, adversities and how do people overcome, how they get over but you brought it up already, so I'm going to dive into that. How, yeah. as, a, as a young kid, as a young man, again, seeing, especially you in Texas, it's football country, right? Be, yeah. Not being able to get out there because of your situation. How, as a young boy, how did that make you feel at that point in time, man? I was discouraged, man. I was sad. Like, that's all I wanted to do. I used to watch NFL, college teams, like, on TV with my pops, and that's what I wanted to do. So, like, I felt like I wasn't good enough for, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, when I actually got the opportunity, I took advantage of it and, and been running ever since. That's, that's super dope. So, if you remember through that time, from the time when you actually got to seventh grade and, and got was able to play and the time you were told you couldn't, anybody influential, like, made, like helped you get through that process? Man, who would you lean on during that time or for support? Who supported you the most? So, I grew up with my grandparents, my grandfather. My mom always worked at night. But uh, her working at night and my pops being a weight truck driver, it just, like, made me want to go harder for them and for myself and my siblings because that's all I knew. And, like, growing up, it was a struggle not having my pops there all the time. But he was there, like, but it was, like, the physical. You know, it's not yeah. it's not the same. So, like, they, they, like, really drove me to, like, be the best uh, person I am. Like, you know what I mean? That's super dope. So I feel like, like, my family and everything – it really helped me, like, get through the times. That's what's up. And shout out to the grandparents, man. I'm definitely big on them, man. You got to value them while they're around, brother. 
Gotta, you gotta oh, take it back. Man. Yeah, for sure. You talk about siblings, right? So give me uh, how many siblings you got, man? How many ever is it? So I got an older brother, Taylor Humphrey. He's at Lafayette. Okay. I got one younger sister. She just turned 19. Her name is Maya. Then I got Layla. She just became a freshman in high school. And I have a little brother, Jacoby. That's what's up. And my, hey, that's just like, we all just close, yeah. you know? That's, like, he's a family bond. That's what's up. So growing up, you talked about watching NFL. And you was in Texas. So I'm, I'm going to ask for I assume, but what, what's the favorite NFL team you uh, grew up loving? And give me, like, two or three players who you kind of gravitated to in the game. Michael Ord. I ain't going to lie to you. Okay. That's why I got number 77. Fact. I watched his movie, saw he went how he went through some things, and, like, I kind of, like, felt like him, you know? Like, I went through some things. And, uh, like, my favorite NFL team, I would have to say, is... Probably the Seattle Seahawks. Okay. Seattle Seahawks. All right. Uh, let me see. So give me going into like this, the seventh grade year. You get to play. You get out there, put the pads on. Like you said, man, you was it, it's, it's a relief, right? Yeah. What about that first? Now you put the pads on. That first contact hit. How was that initial feeling for you as a young man at that point, young boy? I'll never forget. It was Oklahoma drill. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, that took me out. I stopped playing after that in high school. Yeah. <laughs> I was done, man, when I did it, it was like I lost my first rip. Uh-huh. So I was like, I want to do it again. Like I want to win me a rip. So after that, I started learning how to compete, and it just started like unfolding. You know yeah. what I mean? That's what's up. It was crazy. It was crazy. That's what's up. Um, so growing up after you know middle school again, being in Texas. I'm, I'm definitely my background is more so in basketball, like as far as like baseball with like that. But for you, how much time did you put in working on your craft when you when you realized well, you already knew earlier, right? I was going to want to do this, but then you knew now it's potential. I could do this at a higher level going into high school and stuff. How much practice or work did you put in on your own or so, with somebody else? So growing up, like seventh grade, I didn't have like the money for like to go like play AAU football, you know. So like. I would still be in that field in the back of the neighborhood playing football in my downtime, like after school, you know? Mm-hmm. And then eighth grade, I got the opportunity. Uh, it was a, a, his name is Coach Bland. He was a police officer in the Houston area. And he asked me to come play for his team. He's like, I got everything you need, just come. Mm-hmm. So I came and took off like with the AAU football and like getting that, that eighth grade coaching and his coaching together, like, it was helping me getting prepared for the ninth grade. And I got in the ninth grade, it was just, you know, the high school, Texas high school football is different. Yeah. So let me ask you this, because I know basketball is kind of getting that way. With, they call recruiting for high school, whatever, even though. Was you was you, was you you torn between schools or people pulling you to come certain ways? Or how did you pick your high school you end up going to? High school, all right. So middle school, they split us up into two high schools. So I went to Klein Oak, but I wanted to go to Klein Oak. My brother was there. He's a sophomore. He's two years older than me. Mm-hmm. So I was like, bro, my brother is like six, 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 three, three eighty at the time. Yeah. Tackle. So I'm like, I want to play like my brother. I want to be with him. I'm watching. I'm going to his high school games. You know, Klein Oak, uh, Panthers. They going crazy. So I want to be a Klein Oak Panther. They sending people D one. I want to play college football. I got the NCAA too. Yeah. I'm playing the game, trying to get there too. You know. That's what's up. That's, that's super dope. So, I take it you got the chance to play with your big bro? Honestly, no. I oh. did not. So, 
I was on my sophomore year. I was on JV when he was a senior. Okay. So he went uh, his senior year, and I was on JV. I didn't get to touch the field till playoffs. Uh, they brought me up for playoffs yeah. that year. And that was it. So, as Big Brother's going through his journey as well, you're seeing this, right? Um, what are you picking up from him or the people, the older guys, right? Because you're probably, you know, you get to hear my Big Brother, you get to see a lot of older guys. What yeah. kind of stuff are you picking up as far as the work ethic or? So, so, like, when I was in high school, he was in junior college, grinding. He he ended up being the number one junior college player in the nation while I'm in high school, getting recruited. And uh, so, look, just looking at him, he was always doubting, you know, overweight kid, bad grades. He got the opportunity to go JUCO, and, hey, they gave him a shot, and now he became the number one JUCO player in the nation. Excuse me. He took advantage of his opportunity, and, like, I wanted to do the same thing. But, like, what drove me was him being in JUCO, and his GPA was so low. I was like, I don't want to be looked at as that person either. So I want to get my grades right in high school. I want to go D1 out of high school. And, like, him doing that, like, he paved the way for me to, like, really, like, start grinding because, like, once I found out, like, how he grinded, like, to get out of Duke to uh, college, like, I didn't want to go through that. So I had to, like, try to take the easy way to do it in high school, you know? Yeah, definitely. I'm a, I'm a JUCO kid too, man. It's, it's a grind, but you know, for, we all have our own reasons. But also, I believe JUCO is is dog eat dog mentality. You gotta you gotta go get it at JUCO because everybody hungry. You feel me? So I definitely respect the grind, man. So let's talk about yeah. a few a few highlights during your of your high school career, man. Give me something that you just it just stands out for you, bro. That you'll never you'll never forget. Just that brotherhood, man. It was it was crazy. Like when I say like I grew up with those guys from like. The neighborhood, and we came came from middle school to high school, and like always going out to eat with each other, like like just the brotherhood of high school, how we played together, like it was like we would die for each other, like that's how it was for real. And like when I say it's nothing like high school football and those teammates, it's not like honestly. Yeah, I definitely agree with just high school sports in general. I know AU is a big thing, right? But those high school bonds is like. Some of those are my best friends this day on the hoop court, man. It's, we've been, you know, you've been through everything together. You you mature together. You grow up. You win. You lose. But uh, I definitely respect that high school game still, man. Um, let's talk about a couple challenges though. Anything that any adversity you faced during high school, you had to either like self check or regroup again, like you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I honestly went through like a struggle with my grades. You know, it's like freshman year and sophomore year. I was still, like, in the middle school phase of, like, oh, like, I'm going to just get by, you know? And, like, it caught up with me junior year. You know, I had to go to summer school and, like, like really push for my grades and get that GPA so I can go D1. So, like, when I say, like, adversity, like, the grades is, like, really a big-time, like, part, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I was, like, I was always in class. Like, I ain't never missed school or nothing like that. It was always, like, I wanted to be there, but, like, the schoolwork, it was hard for me. I ain't gonna lie. Hey, the first step is admitting at that point, man, and, and get pushing through it, though, man. The, it, right. It, it, we all gonna face it. We've all faced it, like I said, especially being student athletes, man. It's, it's a different monster. Uh, right. Coming out of high school, you know, nowadays, as like, you know, I mean, you're still, you're in that, that realm, that era where it's recruited, signed, commit, do whatever. It's so crazy now. What were the, you have anything on the table out of high school or what? Man, I had some. I had some offers. I had Alabama, Oklahoma State. I had uh, Arkansas State, Southern Miss out of high school, FIU, Prairie View, you know, 
uh, who else? McNeese had offered me. Mm. Stephen F. Austin. I had, I had a lot of offers, but uh, and a lot of looks too, like like uh, conversations from like Big Twelve schools, like Oklahoma, uh, Kansas, you know, like that. Uh, but like when I was getting recruited in high school, my brother was also getting recruited in JUCO. So me and him, we were talking and we ended up wanting to play with each other. So we started getting recruited together, going on visits together. So we went to uh, FIU and it was just like beautiful Miami. You know, I'm a, I'm a young man in Miami. <laughs> yes, sir. I was just happy to be there, you know. You right. know how it goes. Yeah. So that's where we ended up going. Got out there for a year. It went like a bumpy road, you know. Told my lateral meniscus. Mm. So it was like. I was like just there, you know, got lost in the program and my brother was like, I ain't come down here for this. He's like, didn't have a good relationship with his coaches. So after that, we decided to enter the portal. So okay. we started getting recruited again. I had a couple of D1 looks, like small D1s though. Like, you know, I was just like, I'm better than this. And like, I know my brother like went too cold, so I feel like I could do the same thing and like go get it out the mud. Like I, I deserve better than this, but I'm gonna have to work for it, you know. I had to prove myself again, like just like high school. So that's what I did. Went to coffee. I mean, went to Fort Scott for a semester. I couldn't play because I had a, a credit that was missing from FIU. So that was some more adversity. So I'm just in the classroom going through it. Whole time, my brothers at Lafayette sitting out because. Uh, the NCAA rule, the transfer rule, you got to sit out. But mm -hmm. he ended up going to Lafayette over, like, a couple of big schools like Rutgers and, like, like what? Like, he was talking to, like, LSU and stuff, you know, but he was just, like, trying to find a home, you know? We were tired of, like, nonsense and stuff. Like, we just wanted to play football, you know? So my brother, like, he sat out that year and I sat out that year. And that next semester, he got to play and I got to play. And, like, through them times, like, he was just pushing me, you know, like, helping me, like, guiding me through the JUCO life and, like, telling me, like, everything will be okay because I ain't gonna lie, JUCO is hard and, like, grades is hard to keep up with and, like, just the grind is hard, you know what I mean? You yeah. know how it is, yeah, JUCO. Yeah, guy. yeah, I definitely know. I do, I say this, though, I'm gonna show respect because you did say you, you felt you were better than that, but a lot of kids nowadays feel that it's D1 or bust, but also you said I have to go prove myself and work harder. So you already knew what... What you wanted, yeah, set your goals high. But then you also said, nah, I'm finna go in here. I got to work knowing that that's why I get you back to, bro. So, I mean, I definitely applaud you for, for letting that be known, setting that goal, but then going out and making it happen, you know what I mean? Because, you know, it's, yeah. it's not just not just talk about it. It's, it's go get it yeah, done. I can't, I can't talk about it. Yeah. like That's what my father always taught me. He's like, if you're going to do something, do it 100%. Right. And, like, that's just stuck with me, you know? That's what's up. That's what's up. So, you get to Coffeeville. You spend in the Coffeeville, third string on the depth chart. Uh, it's it's time to go to work. I get the opportunity to be back in a real program after leaving Fort Scott. Yeah, and it's like I just feel like at home. They said they accepted me like they accepted me for who I was and like they knew what I've been through and they was just like we'll get this guy opportunity, you know. So I get to Coffeeville and it's like my whole life like changed, flipped script. I was just like back on track, you know. Felt like myself, got back in the weight room because for Scott, we didn't have nothing, man. Like it was bad. 
Like, no way room. One line in the cafeteria. It was bad. Mm. Molding the dorms. It was bad, man. I could go on for days. But, Tough situation. Uh, yeah, so Cody Owens, the office alarm coach over there at Cockerville, he, he really took me under his wing and, like, pushed me to get up out of there, you know? Yeah. Got me uh, tutoring, all that, whatever I needed. He was, like, really part of that. Yeah, you know? that's the support factor outside of the game is important, especially for, let's keep it 100, for us, mon us black males, minority athletes in general, right? We may need support, yeah. but some schools may not offer it. Some do, or it's about the coaches, right? The coaches really right. show love and, like, look, help structure us because you're, you're a young man. I've been there, too. At 20 years old, I'm not knowing what to do or how to structure my time better. So right. it definitely helps for coaches to step in and show the support or structure your schedule yeah. or, you know what I mean, because you – like, as you know, right, You they own, somewhat own you. You're on the clock. You're practicing, going to school. It's tough, man. So shout out to oh. coaches, man, who who put that on your table. So I got to yeah. ask this question though, before we get into this USM offer, though. What year was this? Uh, I looked on the this uh, cover of ESPN Magazine, man. When was that? Oh, that uh, Southern Miss right there? Yeah. Uh, they, they sent me that, man. Oh, they okay, just, okay. Who's this? They like, post this. This is you. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so so come out of Coffeeville. Uh, again, you back on track, doing good there. Uh, let me ask you this: though. What was the biggest adjustment you felt for your game you had to make coming from high school and the other school in between FIU, like to Coffeeville? What were some of the bigger things you had to either add to your game or bring to the table? I had to like focus on me, you know, and realize that if I wanted to like succeed. I couldn't be worried about others and what they think or you know what I mean I couldn't be worried about going out to this party and wouldn't be seen I had to focus on sitting in that room in my playbook you know like to myself I used to like meditate everybody used to always ask me why am I by myself I used to tell them like I gotta just stay focused man like I know what it takes like I know what I have to do for myself to stay focused I gotta stay out the way so that's what I did that was the biggest adjustment like at FIU, I wanted to be seen. I wanted to be that guy. You know what I mean? I was 17 in college, so I, oh, was, yeah. I was a young youngster. Man. I was young. Yeah. So going to being in JUCO, it humbled me because nobody cared where you come from. You know, it's JUCO. Mm -hmm. We all together. So that really showed me like I'm in here alone. You know what I mean? And then nobody's gonna help me besides myself because the coaches that we only have five coaches, so. It's like either you're going to get it on your own or you're not going to get it at all. And then so I got the Coffeeville knowing that I had to get it on my own plus with that help. So it really just like weighed out, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And I just like I, over those over those two years, like at FIU and Fort Scott, I gained a lot of knowledge about myself and about the game of football and how like I had to like become a, a man and not a kid and realize that this is a man's game, and if you wanted to stay in this game, you had to be a man. That's what's so, up, man. So started, that's called started. maturity, right? That's called maturity, man. 17 and 20 up. years old, you know what I mean? Yeah, and that's that's the one thing, man. So throughout these transitions, how was the relationship and communication with, with the parents, though, or grandparents at this point about? Because, I mean, again, you're going through adversities, you know what I mean, moving a couple spots, oh. making decisions. How was that uh, with them? When I left FIU, I made that decision on my own. Okay. Uh, my parents supported me at all times, though. My dad really, like, stayed on the phone with me and, like, stayed in my ear. Like, he still does to this day. My mom, she still pushes me, too. Uh, I feel like my parents, uh, like, play a big part because, like, they never gave up on me, you know? 
my grandparents, they passed away back in 2012 or 2014. So, so I hear that. that just, that's just like motivation, you know? Like, I got it tatted on me. Like, yeah. I think about them, like, it, it's not one week that doesn't go by that I don't think about my grandparents and thank them, like, for watching over me, you know? I, I definitely so, can can agree with that, man. My grandparents got to see me in college for four years, and I came home in 06. They may have passed away in 09 or something. Maybe one of my in 2012, too, though, man. It's crazy. It's a similar time frame, cool. but definitely influential, brother. I definitely can feel you on that, man. It's, it's definitely my a blessing, bro. Like, my pops, you know, like, he, he can't be there physically, but mentally he's there. Like, he, he helps me a lot mentally because, like, I'm hard on myself, and he helps me, like, loosen up, you know? And my mom, like, she's there physically. I can go see my mom all the time. That's why I stay with her. So, like... You know, you know how it is. Nothing like moms, brother. Nothing like moms, yeah. man. That, that yeah. is just different. Um, so, Coffeeville goes well for you. Um, what's on the What's on the table at this point? Because again, you 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 back. You, you revive. You you going. You in your comfort zone. You look like you're handling so, business. So, what's going What's going on at this point as far as the recruitment process now? In Coffeeville, you know, it was, it was COVID had just hit. Oh. And they sent us home, but we we got to come back and do a fall camp. And like it was would be spring ball, mm-hmm. but we could get recruited off the film. So I treated it like a season, and I actually like did pretty good and like earned a starting job. You know, uh, I got comfortable with the offense. You know, I ran the same type of offense in high school, so I got comfortable with that offense, and I got the clicking, and it just took off from there. I got two offers out of that first little fall camp from uh, East Carolina and Florida A&M, mm-hmm. and that was like that just gave me like that spark telling myself like I'm back on the map like I still got it you know so I just like like drove that mentality in my head to like break somebody every place so that <laughs> I could get another offer yeah so coming into that spring season it was like I got my teammates we got the starting O line I know my brothers we got our own communication let's go to work it's nothing to like hold back with now let's go. So it took like after the Hutch game, that was the first game. It took like two games for them to see that like I could do it again. You know, it take you gotta you gotta build trust with these programs. You know, it just don't you just can't go out there and have one good game. And, you know, boom, get off. Mm-hmm. So I just I just stuck to the code and they like they just started rolling in. I got like uh, Marshall. Who else? Uh, Southern Miss, UTSA was talking to me. Uh, a lot of swag schools like uh, oh, Grambling yeah. State, uh, Alcorn was in my phone, uh, Southern, uh, out there in Baton Rouge, yeah. uh, uh, North Carolina, uh, Central, I want to say. Yeah. Uh, it was like, it was like, I like the Duco like uh, recruiting, I just was enjoying it because, like, I didn't think he was gonna come back, honestly. Like, like my pops would tell me, like, it's coming. You just mm-hmm. gotta stay patient. It's coming. I mean, I, I kid you not. I walked out my dorm room and I just looked at the sky and I said, I just need one. Hey, I walked out the uh, academic center. I get a phone call oh, from really? Southeastern Missouri, man. <laughs> I swear to God, right before my algebra class. It's like, man, we need to talk. We gonna, we want to offer you a full ride scholarship, man. I was like, I almost broke down in hey, tears, man. Be careful what you wish for, yeah. man. That's hey, be careful what you Seriously, wish for. Seriously, like, <laughs> like the one thing I can say through this whole journey, man, 
is that God is real. <laughs> and I, I'm a firm believer in having angels and, yeah. and just sticking to him by everything, no matter if it's bad or good. Like, I promise you, he will, he will yeah. help you, brother. I promise. Hey, that's one thing on, on those journeys, especially as men, when we by ourselves are going through that walk, like, yeah, we got parents to call on, but ain't nothing like when you ask for something or if you, you get a sign or it comes, whatever, it wasn't us doing it, you feel me? I mean, that's something we really know. It was that, <laughs> it wasn't us controlling that button. Somebody else pushed that button. That man upstairs was like, hey, okay. But I also said, like you said, bro, you prepared yourself. You went through your trials. You persevered. You didn't right. quit. But also, I mean, think how you carry yourself right now, I mean, from the conversation. Respectable young man, handling your business, growing up, you know what I mean? It's good things happen to good people. You know what I mean? Sure. And, and that's super dope. So what made USM the spot for you? So I had came here in high school on a visit. And, I, and like, I'm, I, I like the country. I like peace of fire. Yeah, it's a so, lot of greenery out there. <laughs> yeah, I had already been out here. And, like, these other schools were just talking to me like they needed the extra guy. Mm. And so this was like, we want you to be one of our guys. But... You know what I mean? And, like, they, they're Christians and they're family-oriented. And I took the Zoom call with them. I talked to them. I didn't just commit on the spot. But, like, I was still taking the calls from, like, Jackson State and all that. Like, just trying to hear what everybody was saying. Yeah. What stuck out to me was, like, how they were, like, we're going to make you a man. Everybody else was talking football, you know? In high school, that was the last time I heard that they, they was going to tell me they want to help you be a man until I got to Southern, Southern Miss. They was like, we want to help you become a man. We want to help you achieve your goals. We want to, we want to be here for you. And they have lived up to that since, the, like, to this day, they have lived up to it. So I can't lie. Like, I'm just blessed to be here. Like, when I say, like, I, I, I've been to a couple schools, and, like, I haven't felt, like, the love, like, anywhere else. Like, this is some, this is different. You know, I feel like. It's God's work. That's know? what's up, man. It's, 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 that's what you asked for. That's what you needed, though, man. So that's that's definitely so. As you get ready to kick this thing off, man, hope, you know what I'm saying, praying everything goes well, that y'all get y'all games in and play. What, uh, you got any personal goals right now on your list you want to do or how you want to handle business right now going into the season or what? Well, it's going, like, so I just got here. I had to graduate from junior college this summer. So I just got here at the end of uh, July. Uh, I came straight in the fall camp from the spring season, man. I had like one month off, so I've been grinding. Uh, I came in third string. I was so like off rip. I was like, I gotta eat. I know what time it is. I've been in this situation before, so I'm prepared. Mm -hmm. So let's go. I wasn't feeling sorry for myself for nothing. I took my job, which was not even right guard, it was left guard. And so I was like, I gotta, move. I gotta learn something new. I went in there. They just threw me in the water, and I just started swimming, honestly. So, like, my goal was, like, to make the traveling squad. I didn't want to start always being humble, you know. But now I'm running with the twos, so I was just like, now my goal is to play. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I earned, he, the coach told me I earned it, so I want to earn the position, put myself in a position to play. That's, that's my next goal to accomplish. And then from there, next year I want to be a starter, and then, just, I just want to like, I just want to take small steps to lead to that big step. I don't want to get too hungry, you know what I mean? Because like, I don't know. I just, I just learned from the past. You know, it's not, it's not about what's up there. It's about like what's in front of you. Okay. You know? Yep. That's exactly. What it is. That's that's super dope. What uh, 
First off, what did you get your AA degree in from junior college, man? The education is important. I got a general studies degree. Okay. I went on ahead, got something simple. Yeah, yeah. I ain't gonna lie. My, my main focus is football, but I know I have to have an education to fall back on. So, so I'm gonna take whatever steps I have to take, you know? So what you looking at right uh, now? What you doing right now? Right now, I'm in sports management. Okay. I just started sports management. I, if I don't make it to the NFL, I definitely want to be a coach back in Texas somewhere. That's my goal. So, yep, that's just to influence people how like I got influence and like spread the you know spread the word you know. Definitely, man. Hey, that's what I mean. It's it's our responsibility. And again, shoot. I mean, how old are you right now? Twenty one. I just turned 21, August 9th. Oh, okay, yeah, happy birthday, man. Mine was on the 26th of July, brother, so we a couple of weeks Sorry. apart, but a couple of years, a lot of years apart, but it's, it's it's our obligation, man, to give back or teach or help inform the younger generation or our peers, right? So, I mean, that's that's dope on your part, man. You already got that in your mind that you want to give back or help make it make a path because uh, you got a lot of knowledge. You got a story to tell, which why you're on the show right now, and um, I appreciate that. So before we get out of here, though, what I'll be doing now is – in basketball, we call it triple threat, right? You can score, dribble, pass, or shoot the basketball. Three things, right? But just, I'm asking all my guests now, in life or whatever, in football, give me, your listeners, whoever listening, man, because your people back home going to hear this, man, your teammates may hear it. Give me three things that you focus on or, like, give me your triple threat of right now, what you, what, what carries you through your daily or through your whatever right now. Give me three things that you kind of stand by and hold true to your heart right now. The golden rule, treat others the way you want to be treated. Fast. I do that every day I wake up. And uh, stay, to, stay true to yourself. That's how I feel. Like, every day I wake up, like, I can't go around here lying to myself. You know what I mean? Like, I got to stay true to myself, no matter what. I learned that the hard way, too. So, like, I really take that to the heart. And three, just just, just smile. Like, everything's going to be fine at the end of the day. That's that's how, like, I live life. Just be happy. It's, 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 it's too much. There's too much going on in this world. Just, just be happy. Man. That's what's up. That's yeah. how I Big John, I appreciate you, my guy, man. Good luck this season. Stay safe, stay yes. healthy, man. So now again, I know, I know what to look into. Big number seventy-seven. I know about USM, so I'm definitely gonna be tapped in, man. Keep, keep earning your stripes. You feel me? And uh, like I said, I mean, we talked about it too, man. You gotta keep your your head down and grinding, staying in books. But uh, blessings gonna keep coming to you, my dude. I appreciate you being on the show, man. Thank you. Anybody you want to shout out before we get out of here, man? You can say what's up to anybody out there, man. Go ahead. Shout out to Coffeeville, man, the football team and the coaches. Shout out to uh, University of Southern Miss Coach Hall, Darvo, for letting me be a part of this team. And thanks, for, thank, uh, thanks to my parents. I don't thanks to my parents and family for supporting me, man. Thank y'all. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Shout out to the boy, uh, the brand Clutch Clothing, to my boy Brian hooked the interview up for us, man. If y'all don't know, man, hit us up, man. Clutch Clothing or 94 Feet with Coach JT, both on IG. All right, big dog. Yes. Take it easy, man. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yes, sir.